Hello and welcome to the Cosmic Fire Podcast. It's some kind of anniversary. I'm not sure which one is 50. Gold? Gold, diamond, platinum, you decide. (laughs) Here on the Cosmic Fire Podcast. It's episode 50. It's episode 50. I'm Phoenix. I'm Kairos. And we're here with the February forecast. As promised. And together we are Phoenix and Kairos. (laughs) Isn't that right, Phoenix? (laughs) Yes, that's right, dear. (laughs) I agree with everything Kairos says. (laughs) I'm trying on my Stepford wife persona. You got it. It's on tape. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I find that if I don't agree with somebody's every belief, then I can't be friends with them at all. I don't like any kind of diversity of opinion or thought. Okay. It causes too much, um, how do you say, thinking to occur (laughs) in my mind. No, it's called critical thinking. Oh, right, right, right. I've been critical thinking over. I recovered my critical thinking faculties, man. Bro, don't bogart that critical thinking, bro. Dude, that's probably the name of some strain these days. Like some of that good <laughs> government, uh, government, weed. government approved weed. I guess there's like some, like you can't just sell any kind of weed. It has to be approved by the government, I guess. I don't know. You I, look kind of surprised. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was looking through. Um, I was looking for farmland for lease, and um, somebody for had our, our new weed farm. Our new weed farm. <laughs> somebody had some kind of like weed opportunity with their land, and they're like, "Yeah, you can do. You could grow weed, and I've even got like supplies for like government approved weed seed." I mean, they didn't say it like that. They said like. FDA approved or or legal strains or whatever, you know, but I was like, wow, that's a real thing. I mean, we talk about government weed, um, but I just, you know, I talk about things like this, but I don't know that they have a basis in actual reality until somebody tells me. That. Well, you know, um, I tend to see patterns everywhere. <laughs> Are you a conspiracy theorist or merely autistic? <laughs> Probably both. Um, my son calls me a conspiracy theorist. He's really interested in it, though. He's like, what's your YouTube? <laughs> He's like, my son's really into YouTube. He wants to be a YouTuber mm-hmm. before he grows up. And um, he's like, what's your uh, YouTube? When you open up YouTube, do you get a lot of conspiracy theory videos that show up in your feed? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when the Borg hive mind tries to figure out like what box to put you in. And it's just, it, to me, it's really funny because, well, like I said before, I only agree. I only listen to things that I absolutely agree with, which was a complete lie um, because I, I'm subscribed to all different kinds of weird shit. And then Google's like trying desperately or like whatever that machine is, is trying desperately to figure out like what kinds of things to suggest to me. And it's really just all over the map. 
It just kind of defaults to Mr. Beast most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever Making that... the YouTube face. That other chick uh, with the YouTube face, Sniper Wolf, who's like... I think her whole... Cha- I haven't seen any of her videos or Mr. Beast videos, but I've kind of figured out Mr. Beast is all about just... Um, paying people to do weird shit or something like that, you know, like getting people to do weird shit and then giving them money. Um, and then I think the Sniper Wolf channel is all about critiquing people's TikTok videos or some or reacting. A lot of it is reacting to things that other people are doing. And um, yeah, that's really weird to me. I don't get that, but I guess that would be the next level of consumer culture. You know, I, I don't know if we're officially in the cannibalism phase of consumer culture, but yeah, it's a lot of just like, no, I have a whole channel where I'm thumbs upping. Oh my God. It started with Roger and Ebert, right? The thumbs Siskel, upping. Siskel and Ebert. Siskel and Ebert. Yeah. Why did I say Roger? Siskel Roger was Eger. the guy's knee jerk. Roger knee jerk here yeah. with a big thumbs down. Um, yeah. But yeah, they kind of started that um, Reaction idea. video craze? Yeah, they're the ones who kind of started it. Wow. And then uh, Mystery Science Theater kind of took it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I was going to say, um, you know, my son calls me a conspiracy theorist, but I just feel like I'm really good at pattern recognition, probably because I might be on the spectrum somewhere. And as soon as, like, okay, and also... I think everybody who listens to this knows this, but I was a pretty big stoner back in the day. Um, You know, I once uh, (laughs) played in a band that had shows every week at Hockey Town, which is this big, I think I've told this story before, but it's this big, uh, you know, sports bar dedicated to the Detroit Red Wings, the greatest hockey team of all time. And um, it's on Woodward Avenue in Detroit, and it's on like the second or third floor, and there's this huge balcony area where they had a stage. And we would have uh, safety meetings before we went and did our our set, you know, because safety first, right? I'm just shaking my head because we used to call getting stoned in the walk-in refrigerator at this restaurant that I worked at. When the cooks would go down, they'd be like, we have to have a safety meeting. I didn't even know that was like a international stoner code for something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't in Canada, by the way. So it was still U.S. I uh, mean, maybe you were in a different country, though. Well, the U.P. Well, no, I wasn't in the U.P. I was in uh, Portland, Oregon. Oh, kind that's, of a that's different totally country. a different country. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know where that came from, but but it took me, I want to say three months, six months to realize that we were inside the giant Jumbotron TV screen that played out on Woodward Avenue and showed the hockey games to the wow. traffic driving by. And people would talk about, hey, we got to go in inside the TV and, you know, have a safety meeting. And I was just like, oh, they're just saying TV because, you know, it's a sports bar and there's a lot of big TVs here. Yeah. Does so, you know, I smoked a lot of dope in my day. And as soon as it started going, you know, and it's like I remember, you know, having these passionate conversations about legalizing marijuana and how, you know, what an uphill battle it was and how evil the government was and they were never going to let it happen and blah blah blah. And then as soon as it started happening, it's really obvious there's an obvious connection in my brain that says, "Oh, they're going to control it. They're going to tax it." And 
they're going to make sure it contains whatever they want it to contain, which doesn't mean all government weed is going to lead you to, let's see, riot in support of, <laughs> you know, or mostly peaceful protests downtown Portland or whatever, right? But Yeah, or yeah. to think that, you know, somebody's breaking into your house and you should call the cops. Drilling into the side of your house, right? After you went to an anti-cop protest. <laughs> After you're like on social media <laughs> saying we got to defund the police. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's like, whatever, you know, if you're going to smoke the government, we just recognize that you're sucking off the government tit and, <laughs> you know, you get what you get what you pay for. <laughs> I think it is kind of expensive in more ways than one. Yeah. But th that's funny that the, the Jumbotron is like, you thought it was just a thing that you were saying, like, oh, let's go in the TV, just like yeah. a safety meeting. I didn't even know that was a real thing. It's like, I didn't know government weed was a real thing until yeah. recently. But was it or did the power of my mind manifest it in the field of creation? Whoa. Whoa. Are we talking about good and evil here? Is that what we're going to talk about for Bro, the February forecast? Don't bogart that oh, sorry, consciousness. Man. Pass it over here. Sorry, man. Um, well, I have a, a psychic weather report for our forecast. All right. You got some good uh, astrology stuff for us? Dude, yeah. Lots. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did my preparation, man. There's just nothing going on this month. Well. That's okay. This it's is actually like kind of, I mean, the astrology for February is kind of shockingly happy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. We I mean, things all... are going to kick up in the spring, but. Yeah. Yeah, my astrology forecast, we'll just get this out of the way at the top because <laughs> I know my baby has a lot to say. Um, she, I know that because she told me beforehand. <laughs> Usually she's just kind of silent over there. I got to kick her when it's her time to come in, but she brought notes. And, you know, she got notes, man. That means. That means my my external brain is functioning. That means some shit's going to go down in the city. Um, but yeah, there's Leo full moon on Sunday the 5th, and that's square Uranus. But it's also trying Jupiter and Chiron in Aries. So, you know, that could be an exciting moment. There's a Pisces new moon on Sunday the 19th, and uh, that's about that. That's it. All right. Everyone, let's give it up for Carlos. <laughs> well, okay. I'm just going to bust out some big themes and then maybe we could take a break and come back with some more details. But I'm seeing big themes for the month of February. Um, very uh, crown root axis kind of vibes so um really important to stay grounded which just sounds so cliche but i'll get into the details of what i'm seeing on that and i'm also seeing like a need to spend some time integrating and really sorting through some crap and using our discernment so that we're prepared for what the spring is bringing forth things can heat up in the spring it's going to be heating yeah. up around here. So spending a little time with ourselves in February is the <laughs> way to go. I mean, I'm not weird about it or anything. I don't tie myself up or anything. I just <laughs> like to spend a little time with myself. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, well, note. yeah, maybe we'll have a little word from our sponsors. Okay. 
Hey, it's Phoenix with a big thank you for listening to the Cosmic Fire podcast. We're so grateful for you. And we really appreciate when you share our work with your friends. And I have some work I'd like to share with you, my friends. And that's the stuff I'm doing over at lightworkertraining.org. So if you don't know, I wrote a book called Lightworker Training. And I teach a class. Um, I've been teaching this class actually since 2013. And it just keeps getting better, in my humble opinion. And now it's 10 weeks of good stuff where I break down all of what I have found to be the core practices that I go to over and over again for my personal healing and for healing and working with clients. So if you'd like to pick up a toolkit for healing yourself, your loved ones, if you work with clients, maybe you have other modalities I've heard again and again that this is a really wonderful complement to all sorts of healing modalities. So check it out at lightworkertraining.org. I've got a new class starting on March 5th, and I'd love to have you there with me. All right. Yeah, glad to have those guys sponsoring our podcast, uh, lightworkertraining.org. Yeah, they're my favorite light worker trainers man yeah i mean i'm not talking about tennis shoes either for all you folks in the uk yeah and also just to be clear for people that might be a little uh obtuse the training does it has nothing to do with trains <laughs> so if you're autistic and you love trains um this might not be the thing for you but it probably would be helpful yeah we're really into this autism thing right now because i recently took about five or six in a row online um, tests to like see if you're on the spectrum because it suddenly occurred to me when I was researching because I thought somebody else was on the spectrum and I started researching and I was like, oh my God. Uh, So most of you probably could already tell that I was of that uh, persuasion, shall we say, but it was news to me, so... That's something I'm uh, integrating right now, that information. You know, not I give all that stuff a grain of salt. You know, it's like online IQ tests. What do they, you know, yeah, sure, they're going to say you're a genius. They probably say that about everybody, right? Like like the online autism test, they probably say everybody's got autism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like those uh, past life readers, how they always say that you were the queen of Sheba or whatever, you know, it's like... But, you know, so I take it with a grain of salt, but also um, giving me a different perspective on things. It also inspired me to come up with my own autism test. So I don't know (laughs) if you're familiar with the idea of brief therapy, but it was a movement that popped up maybe in the 90s or the aughts where it's like, hey, instead of having people spend 20 years, an hour a week doing talk therapy, which doesn't really seem to help most people that much after a while. The idea of brief therapy where we go in and we can do these interventions, you know, in consciousness. So I've got a brief therapy autism test, which is how many autism uh, self-tests have you taken in the last three hours? (laughs) If it's more than one, (laughs) boom, there's your answer. (laughs) That is spookily accurate. It's like, you know, it's like people are like, 
man, I've been, I have a lot of clients who are like, I mean, do you think I'm a narcissist? I get, I've been getting online and taking these, you know, at looking for like, am I a narcissist? I'm like, you know, if you have to Google that, you're already not most likely because <laughs> narcissists don't, they don't care. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I've said the same thing about people um, who've asked me questions like, you know, they're worried about like, am I being judgmental? Or, you know, I'm like, well, if you're really thinking about whether or not you're judging somebody, you're probably not being judgmental. Or if you're thinking like, am I projecting? Because the people who are really judgmental and project a lot of their shit they're not asking themselves yeah. those questions. Yeah. They're writing like long uh, columns or making videos <laughs> about spiritual bypassing and why, how bad it is <laughs> or shadow work. This is my favorite, man. People, people that like, you know, are like this new age thought leader, you know, uh, Shiva Jones or whatever, you know, it's like, you know, they get on there and they're all, and you're like, you're looking at them. You're like, you have not done any shadow work. You just read some books and like you, you got some <laughs> concepts down that you don't really understand, but that's all right. Yeah. It's like, well, you're a really good actress or yeah. really good talker. You have a high kind of uh, communication or intellectual capacity. And so you're a real good talker, but you just look at some of these folks in their energy it's so obvious yeah. the energies the vibes are off yeah what was that dude's name he was so cute benny drama benny drama yeah yeah he did the uh the astro uh i don't know he did like astro drag i don't know what you call it but it was uh it was really sweet um he did all the signs what was it like 2019 or 2020 or something like yeah. that and dating and prices be like yeah, yeah, it was dating. It was dating the different signs, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was really cool. It was yeah, really it was funny and sweet. Yeah. We really like the Pisces one. Yeah. And the Aries one. Yeah. The Aries one's really funny. Some of them are better than others, not going to yeah. lie. Yeah. Scorpio was really funny, too. Yeah. Sorry to all you other signs. Your, your, yeah. your Benny drama skit was not that funny. Yeah, it was all right, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember the Virgo one. That's how bad it was. Oh, I remember the Virgo one. You do? Yeah, it was something. I think it was some play on Silence of the Lambs or something. I didn't get all the characters. <gasps> right. But it had a lot about going to that Office one, Depot. Yeah, he wasn't. Um, he wasn't playing a, a woman in that one. He was playing a man. He was playing Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. For the Virgo. Yeah. 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 Wow. So it's like dating Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Wow. How does that make you feel? Uh, well, obviously I blocked it out, so it must have made me feel pretty uncomfortable. Um, anyway, uh, so um, on that cannibalistic note. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we get into... Uh, Let's do it. I like to keep things really tidy. Yeah. So the you know sooner we can get to that, the better. Let's just do it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, February is a short month. We got to get through this in a hurry. We do. Yeah. Well, year of the rabbit. Hello. That's right. I already predicted this two weeks ago. Well, not even two weeks ago when we yeah. did the last one. But said, uh, hopping down the bunny trail. I said, this year is going to go by fast. <laughs> 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 so this month's going to go by fast. Yeah. All right. Well. Does it though? February is really long. Um, in my experience. Okay. My take on February and I used to be born in February, so until I changed my birthday. Um, 
was when I entered the Sea of Commerce and the docked <laughs> oar delivered me to my berth at the, you know, at the side of the sea and then set me free once uh, my mother signed me over, you know, and, and claimed that I was lost at sea. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So now Papa looks after you. That's right. Papa Gov. Papa Pope. Papa Pope. Oh, yeah. Pope means Papa. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he just made an edict at some point and was like, I own all the souls of everybody. Yeah. And for some reason, it's like, you know. Well, it makes sense. Somebody's got to take care of these dummies. I mean, yeah, look that's at true. Them. That's true. Um, <laughs> okay, so shout out to uh, the guy in the funny hat. And also, I lost my train of thought completely about, oh, yeah, Pis- being a Pisces in my past life. Right. Um. You know, February is like the shortest month by days, but it just always seemed like the darkest, you know, mm. stretch for me. Yeah. Except when we lived in Miami Beach. But actually then it was dark because they took the beach away from us. <laughs> because it turns out the only way you spread disease is through being out in the sunshine. Yeah. Or cooking with a gas stove. <laughs> Or eating eggs, <laughs> I guess, is the newest one. Those are, <laughs> if you're worried about myocarditis, blood clots, you know, any of that stuff, just stop eating eggs, Stay don't go away. outside, and yeah. definitely don't use gas stuff. Yeah, if you're, you're feeling suicidal, you know, and you're just ready to shuffle off this mortal coil, I recommend uh, frying up some eggs on your gas stove. Dude, three egg omelet <laughs> on the gas stove, man, and then go for a walk out in the park. Hey, this Boom. is not medical advice, by the way. Oh, yeah. Just want to be sure people know that. <laughs> yeah. So that's my traditional take on February. But I actually feel like this month, is it's got kind of a magical vibe to it. So I'm feeling the magic for sure. Yeah. So yeah. I'd love to hear uh, what else is going on. All right. Welcome to NBC News. Psychic Weather Sunday. <laughs> It's not Sunday, but um, uh, this is the, yeah, in, in the new media uni- universe, but it's not going to be NBC. It'll be like UPC, Universal Broadcasting <laughs> Coalition. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, uh, thank you for that intro. And uh, what I've been seeing <laughs> coming up in the psychic weather this month, as I mentioned before, um, really the biggest thing I'm seeing is that people's crowns are really open right now, but the grounding is not matching it. So um, you can think of the aura kind of like an apple. You've got the dimple on the top and the dimple on the bottom. And it's okay if it's a little bit more on the top than the bottom, but it has to be proportional to what your body requires. So if you've got tons of energy coming through the crown and your root is just a shrimpy little dimple, then that's not really going to work for your body. Now you, as an infinite being, can run your energy however you want, but your body is going to be like, what am I, a chopped liver? So if you're feeling kind of blasted, well, you know, I always say, is that even yours? Because there are a bunch of people out there in the collective who are super ungrounded right now. So you got to sort that shit out, right? But 
when you've got a really open crown and whoa, um, you've got this <laughs> downpouring of light information coming in, you know, that's fantastic in the sense that you could be getting all kinds of messages, insights, upgrades happening straight from source, higher self. I don't know if it's like Uranus going direct um, this last week or so, but it just feels like that kind of Uranian vibe where there's all kinds of um, epiphanies and things like that available to us. But if we're not grounding that energy, it's not flowing through us, it's going to hit those um, tighter bottlenecks in the energy field and start backing up into the system. And so it will make things more uncomfortable. So if you're feeling uncomfortable, check in with your grounding. Um, it could be physical discomfort. It could be emotional discomfort. Um, it could be even like mental um, kind of spinning out, rumination, anxiety. There's a lot of that kind of free-floating anxiety right now. Um, it just feels a little bit like being on edge. I just, I, I don't know. I've just been feeling this energy up. I've been feeling that. Yeah, our dog's where, been feeling where it. It's just like this physical thing where I, I got to remember to breathe. And I, there's nothing mentally that I'm aware of connected to it. Yeah, I think it's just um, something in the ether right now. But um, so this could be stirring up stuff for us um, as far as like shadow programs, old trauma energies. And this could be personal, ancestral, collective, whatever. Um, like I said, it could also be stuff that's not even yours. So um good luck trying to process something that's not yours. So you got to send that shit back, right? But then um, tune into the stuff that is coming up for you because I feel like this is also a potential for huge breakthroughs with things that have been stuck for a long time if we stay with it and we stay grounded. So you can um, get more grounded simply by having the intention. You know, just thinking about your grounding channel or saying grounding channel activate um, you can physically uh, go out and ground by connecting with the earth. Um, here, it's winter time. So, I mean, we're right in the high winter uh, festival season right now. So, um, it is <laughs> in the middle of winter. So, you may be where you live. You're not going to be putting your bare feet on the ground. But you don't have to. You can just have that intention of connecting with the earth and activating your grounding channel. I also feel like the earth element can be tapped into through, you know, making sure that you have minerals. We're huge fans of cell salts here at Cosmic Fire headquarters. And those things are miraculous. If you're not familiar with um, homeopathic cell salts, I highly recommend checking them out ask your body if that's what your body requires and then ask your body which ones. And I personally find the astrologically aligned ones um, to be very helpful. That's typically what my body wants. Yeah, me too. But the, the bioplasma, is that the all-in-one? 
Yeah, that's a really that good cool one. Too. Yeah, if you just buy one, just get the Bioplasma. Well, that's the name of the Highlands combination. Um, yeah. I'm not sure about other companies, but um, but you can get the 12 in one where you get all 12 essential tissue salts. Yeah. yeah. And what's the book? The Cell Salts of Salvation? The Zodiac and the Salts of Salvation. Yeah, man. Fascinating read for anybody who's into homeopathy and or astrology. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And in that, um, Dr. Carey and what's Inez's last name? I can't can't remember. remember. Um, They talk about um, how how the whole uh, astro thing correlates. And then I found out from Santos Bonacci that um, the nine months that you're gestating in the womb, those are the salts that you really don't need. But then the ones um, that correlate with the signs of when you're born and the two after that, so those three months, are the ones that people tend to be deficient in. Yeah, and I definitely noticed that my body craves um, number four, which is... My old birth month of Pisces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, so, Santos is back, apparently. You know, so yeah. I, I wanted to kind of throw this in because we, um, you know, we put a link up to one of Santos's class videos and then he kind of went a little off the rails, maybe. Yeah. And um, was just sort of uh, attacking a lot of people who... You know, I mean, he's definitely a targeted individual and has been through a lot. Yeah. Has been in prison for his beliefs, you know, not for causing harm. Yeah. Um, and also, he took some time off, and his last video, he sounded like the old Santos again and yeah. seemed back to... Because he was always a happy, you know, Very he just happy, had this joyful yeah. vibe. Yeah. So, that's great to see. Yeah. Yeah. Sending you love, Santos. But yeah, he's just got all kinds of cool information, and I think it, you know, with anybody, you gotta, you gotta feel into what resonates for you, and um, you know, so same with the cell salts, you know, don't just take our word for it, you know, ask your body what your body wants, but maybe you have other mineral things that are your jam, you know. I'm a big fan of topical magnesium, and that one has felt like my body's been really deficient in that too, so. Um, I also do the borax water solution, you know, and my body's really been loving that. So just tune into, are there minerals that feel like um, would be really helpful? Um, the with When you have the proper minerals and the proper amount of hydration, it really makes the energy flow through your body in a much more graceful way. And when we're having huge kind of Uranian downloads like this, um, it's really important because we could be experiencing um, kind of those uh, Kundalini syndrome kind of symptoms or ascension symptoms or whatever you want to call them. Um, upgrade symptoms so if that's you check out some of these things i'm also a big fan of salt baths salt baths are a way that you can get those minerals and that hydration very quickly you know so i do recommend having sodium chloride in the mix for the energetic cleansing but throwing in some magnesium throwing in a little borax throwing in a little um 
what do I want to say, baking soda or just, you know, whatever feels like what your body needs. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So those are some strategies to tune into, see if they can help you. I feel like this really intense um, download energy, it's it's feels like it's fading, but it's not going to really completely peter out until um, like three weeks into the month. And then I feel like we're going to feel a shift in the last week of the month. Going into the sign of the devil fish. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. I think when we move into Pisces, it's going to be a different vibe. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about that is that, um, you know, I tend to use the traditional sign rulers, but I do associate the outer planets with the signs that they're associated with. So, you know, I do pay attention to Uranus and Aquarius being related. Mm. And since we're in the sign of Aquarius, which has been such mm. a, that, that archetype, the archetype of the sign of Aquarius has been really activated since the Great Conjunction in 2020. I think so. Yeah. Um, and Saturn's been in there. And so there's a lot of energy in it, even though there aren't a lot of, um, not a crazy amount of aspects this month, but we do have Sun Square Uranus on the third. And mm. so that's uh Sun in Aquarius Square Uranus, modern ruler of Aquarius in Taurus. And then at the full moon on the fifth, that full moon's about a degree and a half past, making an exact T square to Uranus, but it's still close enough for a full moon to activate that. So I definitely see that energy being really high in the first week of the month still. Yeah, for sure. I was, and I think Imbolc might be, is it on the second this year? I think it's on the, it may be on the third, on the same day the oh, sun square Uranus. Okay. Yeah. 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 It just feels like we're still in a lot of really intense energy and as we come off that peak <laughs> over the, the, like whatever that peak is in the first week, it'll start to dissipate, but we'll probably won't feel like we've really integrated it until the last week of the month. Yeah. Um, is that your psychic weather mostly? Well, I got more. Okay. I could go well, let's, on and Let's on. take a little break okay. and then we'll come back and hit it. Hey, this is Kairos from Cosmic Fire. And, you know, it's our 50th episode. It's a milestone. So it's a podcasting milestone that many podcasters don't ever reach. I wanted to uh, riff on the gematria of 50, which I know nothing about, but by saying, guess what planetoid discovered in 1977 has a 50-year orbital cycle? Chiron! Chiron, the wounded healer, the redeemer, the Alpha Omega, one of the greatest energies that I feel like you can work with to heal your entire life. And I've been making a series of new astrology videos on my YouTube channel, which is DK Brainerd, at DK Brainerd, YouTube.com, something like that. But if you just search DK Brainerd, you will find it. <laughs> It will be revealed to you. And I've been getting a lot of great feedback about it. I've been having a lot of fun doing it. So I just wanted to encourage you to check that out because I feel like we can all use all the help we can get these days. And we're going into the USA's Chiron return pretty soon here. 
more on that later but check out those videos thanks for watching don't forget to smash that like button and uh now back to our regularly scheduled programming all right well i'm really grateful that we have dk brainerd as a sponsor because he's definitely one of the hottest astrologers out there some would even say the hottest. I was going to say one of the. Come <laughs> on, man. I mean, it's not a lot of competition, but yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of women astrologers, but you know. Are they hot though? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> if you're a hot female astrologer and you'd like to argue with me about Chiron, send us an email. Yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, do you want to hear more on what I've got for this month, or do you want to get into some astro downloads? I really don't have a whole lot of astrology. I mean, honestly, with the astrology this month, everything you're saying resonates with how to work with it. And, oh. you know, I feel like, hey, man, let's take it easy. Let's, uh, you know, get grounded. Let's get those downloads working and um, get ready for March. All right. But I would like to talk about in bulk. All right. Do you want to do that now, or do you want me to keep going on this? All I know about Imbolc is it's like a rebranding of an ancient traditional holiday called Groundhog Day, and I really <laughs> don't know much else about it, so I'd love to hear your take on it, because I know you kind of know that stuff. Yeah, I pretty much know everything. Yeah. But let's do the let's do what you're going to do first, and then if we got time, we can tag on a little Groundhog Day at the end. All right. Let's unpack it. <laughs> Um, I was just seeing all of those freaks in there, um, not a cult at all, like costumes with their top hats and the Punxsutawney Phil, uh, yeah, Groundhog. Yeah. And Weird Freemason, Shriner kind of compliment. I f it, maybe I'm making this up, but weren't they wearing like giant clock, like Flavor Flav style, like clocks and shit? Yeah, at least one of them was. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, we'll have to find some links and they post in the show notes. Chuck, they're going to break down. Dude. Yeah. Chuck, isn't that like, well, no, woodchucks and groundhogs, they're different. Never mind. Never mind. Whoa. I was if you see patterns everywhere, you could be either a conspiracy theorist <laughs> or a highly functioning member of the spectrum. <laughs> I'm a proud card-carrying member of the Spectrum. All right, so let's talk about um, the importance of discernment because I talked about the importance of grounding. It's so cliche, but who is talking about discernment? Me. Um, so I find that when things feel like highly charged or there's um, that kind of upheaval energy, so I feel like when we're getting all these downloads, it just starts like, it's like somebody took the table and just threw all of the fucking pieces on the chessboard up in the air. And we're in this place of like, well, I don't even know, you know, what's real anymore. So I think 5D chess, bro. <laughs> trust the plan. Um, during these times of upheaval, I think it's very important to trust the plan. Just sit back, get your popcorn, and, um, you know, just, daddy's got this. You don't have <laughs> to do daddy. anything. Big daddy. 
<laughs> All right. So um, that's going to be the topic at our next QAnon meeting, by the way. Um. <laughs> Q's anonymous. Yeah, we're, we're huge fans, and everybody knows that. Okay, so during these times of upheaval, it's really important to sort out some of the energy, right? So this huge amounts of light information come through. They start, um, that light information starts illuminating things within us and all around us. And it's important to, you know, sort through when that stuff is all up in the air, we can sort through it, you know, stuff that's maybe been locked in our bodies or suppressed in our subconscious. We could go, oh, wow, that's there. Okay. Is that even mine? Is that helpful? Is that something I can just let go of? So sort out what's yours, what's not yours, the self versus the not self. And it might just be an older self or an old program. Like I said, this shit is multidimensional. It could be stuff from childhood. It could be ancestral. It could be past life. Who even knows? So it's a good time to just ask the questions. If you if you don't know, ask. And if you think you know, ask. Because maybe you're, you've got some kind of foregone conclusions or assumptions going. And those things are always good to challenge. Because every time shit gets uh, blown up, it's an opportunity to get out of outmoded, stuck belief systems and expand into the next level of consciousness. So as always, we can return to sender, the stuff that's not ours, reclaim. Some of this stuff might be soul retrieval work, you know? So very important to reclaim those lost or suppressed parts of self and feeling through, feeling through. I think this is where people really can lose the thread with um, when things get triggered, things come up for healing. It is not very comfortable to just sit in your body and feel, but if you allow yourself a little bit of time to feel through, that's going to go a long way. So the grounding, like I said, the earth and the water elements are really going to help you with this. So the earth and the water elements are what's balancing these cosmic downloads. And then I just want to say also um, integration. So that discernment is really important, but integration is also really important. And this goes along with feeling through things. I have a hack. It's called slow down to speed up. So I think when the energy is really activated... We're like, all right, you know, I want to do this, 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 this. It's We're in the peak of winter. It's actually a much better time to process through some things and integrate, really slow down a little bit. And that's going to actually help you get there faster. If you take a moment to feel through your shit, you know, just take a nap, whatever, get grounded, it's going to actually make things go much faster, much more gracefully. So slow down to speed up. Be the energy you want to create. This is what embodiment is. This is what integration is. It's not enough to know it intellectually. 
It's not enough to feel in your heart. It's bringing it all the way through to the physical manifestation, which is the earth element, right? So we have to ground it into our lives, into our presence, in our bodies. So this is the time to do that. Because I just feel like things are going to take off. And once we get through this um, winter vibe, that like deep winter vibe that we're in right now, things are going to start taking off. So if you're feeling kind of antsy, you can um, do rituals, like certain kinds of waiting or integration or um, discernment rituals by journaling, drawing, painting, collaging, anything to do with what you're creating. You know, I know a lot of us were like, it's a new year. I just want to create all this stuff. I want to create all this stuff. But there's a lot that needs to be sorted out for the vision to really come in or to come through strongly. So this is a good time to get super clear on what that vision is. Um, it's a good time to clean up like physical stuff, even clean your house, clean your garden space, clean your yard, clean up your diet, you know, prepare yourself for the next thing that's coming. And another ritual that could be really good is meditation. So in the morning, in the evening, just tuning into the frequency and practice being that frequency of what you want to create. And there's one other thing I wanted to put on people's radar. It looks like everyone's spiritual bodies are kind of blown out. Um, I think it's from the overload of energy that's wanting to come through. And in that space, when the field gets spongy, because it's wanting to expand, right? We need that expansion, but we also need to have good boundaries. And so I invite you to pay attention to shielding, especially the auric field, and especially the outermost layer of the auric field. So you're probably going to need to add more energy to that field and to shield that layer of the field. And you can even um, do that by listening to auric fields and having that intention. Yeah, that's what it was made for. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if people want to know where to get auric fields, where where can they find that? The, just go to cosmicfire.org or dkbrainer.com. Links right, easily accessible in both places. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Thanks. You know, I feel like um, this is sort of an integration of what I'm seeing in the astrology this month, too. But what you were saying about our fields being kind of blown out and, you know, people kind of seeming depleted, maybe, and, you know, very stimulated in the crown, but not grounded. Yeah. One of the things that the start of this year has really tune me into is just how much um and i'm going to say i because this is my experience but i'm also seeing it with clients with you know friends how much i had to pull my energy in in order to survive the bombardment of frequencies of subliminal information of direct you know um language <laughs> talk narrative bullying you know hate so much so much hatred and and 
uh, othering to use our, <laughs> our favorite uh one of our favorite um writers that we like to sort of giggle along with uh terms yeah i, I miss charles eisenstein oh yeah 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 um yeah, there's, there was so much. It was so heavy and it was so intense. And I feel like we we all had to really make ourselves compact, you know, in order to survive. And we were still getting hit by a lot of stuff. And so it feels like there's definitely a new energy coming into focus this year. February is a really good month to, especially the first three weeks, actually the whole month, I'm going to say to just be in the flow, you know, be kind of in your dream world, be in your meditative state, you know, do what you got to do, do what you want to do, but also to just let some of that stuff roll off. And I, I feel, I feel like what you were um, describing as a process of feeling through and slowing down to speed up is really helpful and totally uh, aligns with the astrology this month. Yeah, I feel like when there's a lot of fire or air energy, it's very challenging to do that. And some of these um, spiritual downloads are very energizing and activating. Um, so it's it could feel counterintuitive, but it's really, um, it's like, you know, slow down to speed up. It's counterintuitive. But that's a lot of how this realm seems to work. There's a lot of paradoxical shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. And when nobody's grounded around you, you know, that means a lot of psychic energy is spraying out of those people. So <laughs> um, <laughs> let the listener beware. Uh, do you want to talk about Impulk real quick? And then we yeah. can. Yeah. I was also going to say on a positive note, if people around you are really ungrounded and you really ground your energy and you're strong in your intent, they'll come into resonance with you because you have the stronger will in that situation. Yeah. Or they'll just fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually they'll leave a hundred dollar bill by the, <laughs> by the bedside table though. <laughs> Don't know where that came from. <laughs> Man. Okay, what what were you saying? Oh, I was just wondering if you wanted to talk about Groundhog Day. Uh like what is what is the meaning of Groundhog Day? Why do we have it? Um <laughs> you know, I know it's the astrological cross quarter day, but like what are we supposed to learn? You know? You don't know any of that? I have no you, idea. You know? I do? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I thought I you don't. did. No. Okay. I don't know anything about that. Okay. Well, <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for listening, you guys. Um, we're slowing down to speed up here. And um, we'll be back in a couple weeks for the mid-February podcast. I'm just looking at Kairos in disbelief. I'm like, really? There's no more, um, nothing else to say about that, about astrology or anything? No, I already said what was going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You really yeah. weren't kidding. There was no, I'm not telling you, anything man. going on. There's, it's, a, it's a really mellow month. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'll take it. I mean, the sun's conjunct Saturn on Thursday the 16th. That's well, yeah, we should That's be aware exciting. of that. Mercury goes into Aquarius on Saturday the 11th. Sun Wait, goes so into sun Pisces conjunct on... Saturn. Is that a good time to like start laying some foundations uh, or not so much? 
It's a good time to start laying some pipe. Um, <laughs> if you're into plumbing, you know, actually the ground's kind of frozen though. <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I'm just being honest, right? Like the sun is conjunct Saturn once every year. So for two or three days during that time period, depending on what sign that is in, you know, so it was Aquarius last year. It's Aquarius this year. Next year it'll be Pisces. Um, and what house it's in in your chart. And if it hits, you know, if it's making a conjunction or a square to some natal planets, then you might notice it. But normally people are just going to be like, oh, I feel a little more tired than usual today. Or I've got a lot of responsibilities. I got to get all this stuff done. But it can be a good time to really tune into um, how am I doing with my inner authority? You know, how am I doing with the way my life is structured? But it's honestly like it's not a huge deal, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. This sound, sounds kind of badass, but. Yeah. Hey, Saturn, respect. Yeah. I mean, Don't fucking whack me with any of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what, what I would say is that usually I would put that in my color coding system in red because it's a conjunction but among two planets that don't like each other yeah. too well. But I actually put it in green because I felt like Saturn's in his rulership sign of Aquarius. Yeah. You know, um, the sun's going to be the weaker kind of energy there and because the sun's in detriment in Aquarius. And also... You know, for most of us, most of our listeners, we're at the age and level of experience of working with our charts and working, you know, through our trauma and stuff like that, that Sun Saturn should actually bring something positive. Yeah, dude, we were talking about that earlier with the Saturn aliens um, attracting people that aren't really in their authority and kind of wanting to, you know, knock you down a peg, which I think, you know, just so that you'll be on their level. Um, but yeah, I think there's something there that I was seeing too that I didn't talk about, but it was like, I wanted to put on people's radar and this could go to the discernment piece. It's really important in that sorting out of what's yours and what's not yours to really understand who you are and where you're at as a soul and where some of these other folks you might know or interact with where they're at, not as a judgment, but as discernment, right? So that's part of really being in our inner authority is just knowing what we know and not having to, um, try to communicate to somebody who's just not in their inner authority, like what we know or our perspective on things. It's like not to be degrading or anything like that, but knowing that you're talking to a spiritual five-year-old or an emotional three-year-old, they might present in an adult body, but that doesn't mean that they have that same level of sophistication they might be pretty mature intellectually, but kind of emotionally retarded or, you know, so there's all these different um, kinds of intelligence. So I was going to say something about that today and I decided not to, but it just, that reminded me of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th I feel like the Groundhog Day thing, you know, in bulk, it's like, what does the Groundhog do? He looks out of the hole. <laughs> to see if you can see his shadow, right? Yeah. And then he goes back in. Yeah. That's that's the whole ritual. 
right? So, I mean, except for the guys with the giant clocks and, and all that <laughs> stuff. But that, to me, is sort of the flavor of this time of year in general, and definitely mm-hmm. this year. And as far as, like, the integration piece that you were talking about earlier, if you... We've all had plenty of feedback from society, from the people around us in the last three years to show us where those people are at mm-hmm. on the scale of consciousness, et cetera, right? Yeah. And whether they're right or wrong in the eyes of whatever, you know, social media bubble you or algorithmic, <laughs> you know, ghetto that you've been herded into. <laughs> Right. Or whatever the people around you are saying, you know, that doesn't really matter. Right. What matters is you and what you're doing with your life force and your energy. And so I feel like that's a really that's a great way of focusing and aligning with the astrology this month is once we get into March and Aries. Right. And Venus moves into Aries um, on the 20th of February. So right after the Pisces new moon. And then Venus and Jupiter, we start March with Venus and Jupiter conjunct in Aries, which is a really positive March 1st, Mm. really kind of positive conjunction. And then, you know, on the 21st, we go into the new astrological new year, sun goes into Aries. So we got a lot of, you know, just energy we can use hitting in the spring, but that would be a great way of focusing your meditation and your kind of introspection energy during this very introspective month is where have I bought into projecting my level of consciousness and awareness and integrity onto people who are just not interested or maybe not capable in this lifetime? Yeah, we tend to think of projection with a negative connotation, like people projecting their negative qualities externally, but... It's important to recognize that can happen with our positive qualities as well. Yeah. And for all you weirdos listening to this, you know, it's like we're all weirdos, right? We've been weirdos. We've been the alien type people since we were young and we'd love to fit in. And if we project onto these other people and be like, oh, they're almost as aware as I am. They're not, (laughs) they don't seem like they're doing any work on themselves, but they've probably done, you know, more than is obvious, right? And then we try to interact with them as if they're at the same level that we are. Well, How's that working for us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, disaster, right? Means to go against the stars. Mm. Disaster. Yeah. And, you know, the results are usually disastrous on some level or another. That reminds me, the world's sexiest astrologer had this really cool sign off. Like, maybe we could get him to do the sign off for this podcast. Oh, yeah. You know what? He just actually walked into the studio here. He did? Yeah. Oh, my God. TK Brainerd, is that you? Your voice is so sexy. Hi, Tatiana. Hi. (laughs) Would you like me to do my sign-off? Yes, please. All right. Until the middle of the month, this is astrologer DK Brainerd saying, smash that like button. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Tell your friends. And may you go with the stars. Thank you.